And that is how you do an intro. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, listen, it's this is the, uh, the the Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad White. And this is the podcast. If you didn't know, the premiere podcast for www.cpluscomedy.com. Oh, you know what? I that's not the that's not the name of the website. It's HTTP uh, colon backslash backslash www.cpluscomedy.com backslash. There you go. Boy, I almost led you guys down a, a, to a terrible, terrible website. But that's the name of the website. It's got stuff there. You should go there. Some just vibrated. I don't know what the heck that was. Anyway, you should go there. Do it, guys, because it's the, it's the website. It obviously is what you're listening to this podcast on. Uh, or you might be listening to this podcast on Stitcher, or, uh, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts. Where else are podcasts? I don't think I have this on Stitcher. I don't. You shouldn't be listening to this on Stitcher. I don't have it on Stitcher. So somehow you got it. Uh, Google Play Music Podcast. Here you go. You might be listening to this anywhere. Guys, it's a very special birthday week. It's a, it's the, this week is the birthday week for C Plus Comedy, the website. Also, it is the 150th episode of News Time. Somehow the, those two came together. I'm very happy, very excited. Let's, but before we get on to that, I do have some auxiliary topics. Guys, this is still a podcast. Still got to talk about the same things I used to talk about, which is TV, movies, video games sometimes, and other things that maybe pertain to comedy. Who knows? Okay, so the 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 the, the movie, the TV show, boy, I don't know what anything is. The TV show The Middle, which is a very good show that I really enjoy on ABC, is officially coming to an end. That show started out the exact same two weeks after or before it's one of those two weeks i want to say before modern family and they were aired in the same time period eight and eight thirty after one after each other there's a modern family first then the middle modern family had the great ratings and then they would lead right into the middle which would keep those ratings high enough and then the middle was soon splintered off into its own night Followed by the Goldbergs and Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat, and soon and now it's going to be on the end. Uh, but if you didn't know, the middle is about uh, the Heck family, Frankie, Sue, Axel, Brick, and the dad. <laughs> the dad played by Janitor Heck from Scrubs. So that shed, there is a, is the family that just is trying to get by, get by every single day. They have their money issues and they have their social issues, but they're good people. I love it. It's a good show, very, very good. And I'm, it's, I'm sad to see this to see it. And I would like for this show to end in a way that I. This is what I've been hoping since season two. I've been hoping this since season two. I want the show to end with the, it has the show is narrated by Frankie. And she's she has all these different jobs and things. So I'd like the show to end with her figuring out that she needs to write a book. And then she writes a book. And then the entire show was her explaining, like reading the book, just basically reading the book. And then the last episode, it just it's it's this is a common trope. But like they zoom out and she's reading this book at a and it's very popular. She's in front of all these parents and stuff at a bookstore in Orson. And she's reading it, and then she goes, the end, and they all clap, and then there's no more narration, and then it ends. Oh, my God, that'd be so good. It's just sad I'm seeing that show end. Like I said, if you haven't watched the On Comedy I did with ABC has the best sitcoms on television, I think that's what it's called, go to YouTube.com slash Comedy. Go to the playlist. Go to On Comedy. Watch the latest On Comedy episode. And that's what it's talking about, how ABC came to dominate the sitcom game in the current in this current day and age it it, it used to be ruled by NBC now it's not anymore it used to be ruled by CBS now it's not anymore CBS does have higher ratings than a lot of ABC shows that's not a here nor there we're talking about quality not quantity there you go there's a lot of good shows on ABC Barn and Family Speechless uh, American Housewife I guess <laughs> Fresh Off the Boat Blackish The Goldbergs soon to be the mayor which is going to be a mid-season replacement? I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Anyway, uh, moving on. I the 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 uh, Voltron. I was going to say the middle again. Voltron is back. 
there's two new shows on Netflix. They're back again. Love it. Voltron season three. It's a it's a cartoon anime hybrid that's uh, just a, a new Voltron. It's fantastic, very dramatic. It's funny at times, but it's also very dramatic, very serious. And it's a good cartoon that I, I urge everybody to watch. I got nothing else to talk about. It's so good. It's a, It's got a good story arc. Right now, season three is dealing with the lo- a loss on the team, and they're unable to form Voltron. They have to do so much, and now they gotta they gotta find a new paladin. That's not really anything. If you wanted to watch it, you would have watched it by now. So it's been around for three years. Also, that's a DreamWorks show. That is a DreamWorks show. I, no, it's not. I'm wrong. I am lying. That cannot be a DreamWorks show. Voltron Legendary Defender. Let's see. I think it's a DreamWorks show. Uh, uh, no, it's probably just a Netflix show. Anyway, I think it's a very, very... Oh, it is a DreamWorks animation show. Holy crap, I'm very good at this. Or I watch too much television. It's a very good show. Reese Darby's is in it. Steven Yeun's in it. Tyler LeBane is in it. Chris Summers in it. And Jeremy Shada, who's going to be the next John DiMaggio. He's got a great... He works with John DiMaggio in Adventure Time. He's got a great voice for everything. Anyway... So, there you go, guys. Uh, that's uh, Voltron. Go watch it. Three seasons up right now. I think season four is premiering in October of this year, so they're going to have two seasons. I don't know. Anyway, uh, next up is Wet Hot American Summer 10 Years Later. It's a it's a sequel series to a prequel series that's a prequel series to the movie, and they, it takes place 10 years later, but they're still they're older I, well, of course they're older. That's ten years later, idiot. But they're still they're playing twenty six year olds. So all these old people are playing twenty six year olds. David Wayne, Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black, all these great hilarious people, just doing, doing the god, doing the god's work is what the common term is. So yeah, I'm enjoying that too. It's weird because obviously there are episodes. Everybody, not everybody can be at every day of shooting. So they it's really interesting to see how they work characters in and out. Like Jolo Trulio. Jolo as I call him. because uh, we're not friends. He's on he's uh, he was on Reno nine one one and he's on Brooklyn nine nine currently. So I assume he in the first episode of this Wet High American Summer ten years later, he showed up with the group like ha- I think I would say probably ninety percent of the group showed up in the first episode. And then the second episode you get the next ten percent, which is two or three more people. But the entire group showed the ninety percent showed up and then he goes, Oh man, these bunks are great. I wonder if I could take a nap. Takes a nap. He doesn't show up for four episodes, but they hint at him in the third episode. <laughs> oh my god, this is so stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> and all these jokes that <laughs> In the first episode, they they keep making jokes about them. I'm 26, and I have to, but they're clearly 50 or 50 something years old. And you see all these wrinkles, and like, I'm 26, and I have my whole life ahead of me. And <laughs> it's great. Anyway, I should uh, harp on that too long. I'm watching one episode a day because that's all it takes to make me feel good, <clears throat> baby. Okay, moving on uh, to the final auxiliary topic. I wanted to talk about. This YouTube channel that's very popular. I shouldn't be hiding it. It's Dude Perfect. They're very, it's very popular. They've been popular for years. Everybody, before I get to this, but they're very nice guys. I really like the messages they send out. Just be nice, have fun. The good, good, good old boys. Uh, they're, they all they do, their videos never change. All they do is shoot stuff into stuff like a basketball into a hoop. Or, and they make it look fun. I mean, it's fun regardless, but they make it look real fun. And now, and then the, they, I think two years ago, maybe last year, they moved into this huge warehouse where they have all they have their own gym, they have their own basketball court, own hockey rink, own football field, and this is all inside. Uh, own putting putting course, putting course. Would, would that would that be a putting green? Sorry. And they don't have any baseball. They don't have baseball stuff in there, obviously. Uh, but they have so much. And then they have, and then also inside that warehouse is their offices, their you know kitchen, all that stuff. And uh, they just deserve all this because they're such they're such cool kids. They they're all adults. <laughs> I don't know why I call them kids, but anyway, yeah, I really like them a lot. And uh, I'm glad that they keep doing well. They have a show. It was on CMT. Now it's on Nickelodeon. Glad it's on Nickelodeon because I would never watch CMT. <laughs> 
the last couple of seasons in Nashville never be seen. But but uh, it, it's called the Dude Perfect Show, I think, and I, I assume it's pretty much the same thing, except with a a couple of narrated not narrated narrative skits. So there we go. I'm just a, I I watched a bunch of their videos this weekend, two days in a row. I just watched a crap ton of their videos. I I've been subscribed to them for years. I enjoy them. Very good guys. If you're listening, uh, all those all five of those guys. You're you're good, and I don't know why you're listening to this. Anyway, uh, but let's move on to the main crux of the episode of this. Let's see how long this goes. Uh, it's a birthday week for Seaplus Comedy, so I kind of want to make it special. I want to make this a nice episode, nice long, thick episode. But I don't want to talk too long because I've been up since four or three a.m. I couldn't go to sleep, so. Obviously, so that's what that's what being up since that time is. So, happy birthday, Seabulls Comedy! Four years ago, how why I started the site? Okay, so I started the site. This is me, Chad, the, the, talking about starting the site. So I started the site, and I, I had the idea in I think late July of 2013, and I I remember sending a text to my friends uh chad krober who's written for the site and he's been in some of the videos like subpartoons and another guy named cameron and we and i said let's start a website and i said okay that'd be great and i said it's gonna be a comedy site because the because we're all into comedy and stuff so it's gonna be great uh and and so we i said i set everything up because I'm really proactive about this stuff. And I was like, I thought, I got to get this, I got to get this. And so I remember the text chain Chad and I had back and forth, just a couple of Chads hanging out, no big deal. And he, he was, I, I asked him for a name, and I said, what should the name be? He's, and we just kept shooting names back and forth. Eventually, he came up with C Plus Comedy, and then I came up with a tagline, uh, something about mediocrity. What was it? What's the tagline? I gotta go look now. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know anything. Uh, mediocrity at its finest, and uh, you can see the original tagline on my Twitter. For some reason, why is that still up there? And so, uh, I thought that's perfect. That's a good name. So I I registered the name, got the domain. I actually I bought the domain. It's not through. Squarespace, even though the site's made with Squarespace, and uh, and then eventually I made the site with Squarespace, and uh, so yeah, so then the site was born. I event, the first the first iteration of the site was truly ugly. This the current iteration isn't it's slightly less ugly, but it's uh, it's been that way for about a two two some odd years since the site's four. Yeah, it's been that way for about two two and a half years. So. It was not good. I used the five template if anyone's curious on the Squarespace. I don't know if they still have it, and it's still built with that. Uh, but I sh- I shrank a lot of stuff. I deleted a lot of stuff, and it looks and now it looks somewhat presentable. And and so then event. So what it started out as was a news. Well, not not a news site. It was just a, a place to you know post stuff. Uh, so I would post, or we would post rather. We would post all these different things. Chad would write essays. I would write essays. Uh, Cameron would draw comics, and then we didn't have scanners or anything to just scan the scan it just like our handheld draw handheld our hand drawn things and on paper and then upload them. We he would like take a picture and then put it up and or I would put it up because uh, I have the keys. I have the keys to the website. It's uh, if you want if you want to do something, you got to do it. You got to be proactive about it. And so I did all that stuff uh, for you know the site and everything, and so. Eventually, those two kind of fell off, and I mean it's fair, you know, since one person has the keys, and but I mean I w- I'm paying for everything, so of course I want to have the keys. Uh, no, no slight to them, but <clears throat> uh, event- I don't know why I did that on mic. I could have done it off mic. I'm sorry, guys. That was very that was not podcast etiquette. I feel like an idiot. I'm a guy who's listened to 65 days worth of podcast. Pocket Cast is telling me, and I just cleared my mic right on throat. <laughs> I, oh gosh I am so tired cleared my mic right on throat and I said it so confidently and if you could see me I was looking I was, I'm talking to the mic looking dead at this TV that doubles as a monitor 
And I was looking dead in my eye, so confident and happy that I said that. Anyway, so so after they fell off, I thought maybe. And, and so essentially, what we were writing is Onion esque news articles, and I will read you some of those news articles uh, if I can find them, because they're. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, they're not particularly good. And uh, th- that's pretty much on me. I'm just, I thought, you know, maybe you should do those things. And so th- the articles were stuff like, uh, I wrote a welcome letter. Uh, let's, we should read that. I'll read that in a second. I'll open it up actually. Uh, I, I would write stuff about Nick Cage being the, <laughs> as a joke, one true God. That's a, a joke from Reddit. Uh, how to make the perfect sitcom. Oh, wow. Uh, I did a thing called The King of Late Night. This is at a time when it was 2013, and, and the second part came in ooh, early 2014. I don't know why I waited seven months in between. And uh, and I was just talking about The King of Late Night, just ranked everybody, did a history. Uh, I, uh, I did something on – it just says SNL. I don't know what that means. Uh, just a bunch of stuff. I, I wrote about, oh, I wrote about a video game article about Animal Crossing New Leaf on 3DS and how that was affecting my life at the time. And <laughs> it was a good game. I gave it away. I, t- I wrote about how much I hate small talk. And a lot of these, essentially a lot of these weren't very funny. And then eventually I did something. Oh man, I did. The, okay. So j- January 28th, 2014. I wrote an art. I posted an article. I finished one that says top BuzzFeed articles you never read. All right, so I did that. A couple months later, Conan has a joke that says BuzzFeed's running out of articles. It's a little skit uh, series he does. And I'm thinking, oh my god, Conan stole a joke from me. <laughs> you know what? Conan's my idol. That's my boy, and I really look up to him in late night, and I I want to emulate his career. Uh, so far. I'm doing a terrible job, but he, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that one of his writers looked at my joke and thought, that's, we got to use that joke. This is a website that nobody cares about. I'm not saying they stole it, but I'm just saying they they iterated on it. And I had all these different jokes. I saw seven signs you need to clean down there. 17 uh, 17 signs in a relationship with a quesadilla. Uh, Cute. So see some seals be clubbed. <laughs> uh, what's your anal horoscope? <laughs> These are all so funny. Oh my gosh. It was just, and, and then eventually I got to the first bird. So in that time of making it that, that entire first year I wrote, uh, let's see. It says I wrote about 21 essays. Over the course from April 12th, 2013. Jesus, I posted two things that day. Oh, my God. April t- April 12th, 2013 to uh, August 12th, 2013. I'm sorry, to uh, July 29th, 2014. And then I wrote a first birthday letter talking about all the things I wanted to do. But apparently I didn't do any of that crap. And, and then eventually I thought, well, I don't have to do comedy stuff. Like at some point in that first year, I thought, oh, it doesn't have to be comedy stuff. So I wrote, I would write strictly about like last week's night premiered and I wrote about what John Oliver's place in late night is doing. And I think I liked it. I wrote about the movie stuck in love, which I hate. I don't hate a lot of things. If you read my reviews, I try to find the best in everything. I hate that movie with a passion because that is not how love works. It's not how writing works. Um, uh, I should not have paused there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, let's see. I wrote about uh, uh, Chad was published in Reader's Digest. One of his comics was published there, and it was it was good. Reader's Digest followed C plus comedy for a while, I think, on Twitter, and they comment for for a long time. I had comments on our Squarespace comments on uh, turned on for for the post and everything. And oh boy, anyway. And then and then I just and then I started diving deeper into that stuff because. I like writing full featured essays that, you know, something like it'll be featured on IGN. Like I, sometimes IGN, instead of doing news or top 10 lists, which they do all the time, <laughs> they allow the editors to do these deep dives into the video game subculture. So uh, IGN does that. GameSpot does that. 
The Verge does that. New York Times. Every single publication does that. And I really enjoy that type of stuff. I'm not a, I'm not a person, if you would see me at, at my regular news job, my real news job that I get paid for, actually, you would, you would know that I hate doing lists because lists are the just the pain of my existence that I hate them so much. It's worth, it's a waste of time. Don't do it. Why would I want to give you the top 10 reasons you should watch the show Ozark? I don't care. You shouldn't care. Just watch it. It doesn't matter. It's a, if, if I was going to write something about Ozark, which I've never seen, I don't know why I said Ozark and I don't plan on seeing. Um, but if I was going to say, Hey, go watch Ozark. I would, I would say I would have something catchy. Like Ozark is, the streaming generations breaking bad boom because i know it's a show about money laundering boom there you go easy enough you don't need lists lists are stupid don't read lists don't click on lists don't waste time and then uh eventually you know i and then i and then i just i wrote about Mad Men, stuff like that so i wrote a retrospective on Mad Men, amc's golden child when it was ending you know because it's because around the same time Breaking Bad was still being lauded as the greatest show on television, which is not. Mad Men is a fantastic thing. Anyway, let's uh, before I keep going, let's let me read part of this welcome letter. Oh my God, it is seven hundred and thirty words. I'm going to read part of it. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to the website that will change the world, probably. This is the welcome letter. There, now that we have that awkwardness out of the way, we can continue in a relaxed fashion. Go ahead and put your feet up. Okay, not on the coffee table. It's from Ikea and costs entirely too much. Be careful taking your feet off the table. Don't hit the... Damn it. You knocked it right off my coffee. No, it's okay. I'll get it later. Right. You may be uh, wondering how you got here. Moreover, you're probably wondering why you're still reading this nonsensical letter. Don't worry. Don't you worry. I'll get to the point. C plus comedy is something that I want to do for a long time. It's very true. He takes what I like about the news outlets, such as New York Times and BBC News, but mixes in humor, more candid AV Club and The Onion. So there you go. <laughs> he's trying to do, he's trying to do so much of that. Uh, and I just go on about so much stuff. And oh my gosh, I remember I talked about Adventure Time in here, and I remember, and I'm, <laughs> I remember writing that. I remember going, this is it's, it's so weird, like Adventure Time, bleh. so pretentious. Anyway. Uh, and then eventually, on top of writing, so I I kind of backed off features because features are hard to write when you're not getting paid. It's difficult, and so I can't remember. I I've written 2016 was not good with features. I wrote one feature in 2016, and that was Black is Police Brutality. So in 2017, I thought I got to start writing more features. So so far, I've written four: New Girls, about to make the biggest mistake of his life; uh, Gone Girls, we'll just say goodbye to girls; uh, Animals is mumblecore comedy at its finest and NBC's path for a successful CISO. So there you go. And then, uh, you know, sometimes I have guest writers and stuff like the last one we had, I had a, a fellow named Ian Jett write about Dunkirk. It was great. He did a good job. I really like it. I would love more guest writers cause I don't, I'm sick of writing things by myself. Um, but like I said, I would, ba- I backed off of features cause again, they're hard to write, but then I started up new series New writing series, I'm sorry. And uh, I would do baseless theories, which is just by just basically a random assortment of why things are the way they are. So, like, there's one called uh, Asian restaurants are fronts for the mob. <laughs> and I would just write and explain why that's true. Or uh, Taylor Swift is, uh, what does it say? Taylor Swift is mounting an army. <laughs> And this is, I think that's around the time of bad blood. <laughs> oh my God. And, oh man, it's such a good, it's so, it's so weird and fun and stuff. I think the, f- the first one was the music shapes who you are. Then I did the true meaning of happiness and then why girls don't fart. And it's so great. It's, it's all, it's really, it's just, it's all fun times. There's another series called guilty pleasures. And it's just talking about why I like things. And I only wrote one. I did plan another one. The first, the only one I wrote was like something about The Expendables and why it's one of my favorite series. And it's fun. Fun series. And I wrote something about crappy horror movies, but I never finished it. I, it's, uh, I think it's one one paragraph in. Um, but a lot, of the, a lot of the early stuff was, a lot of 2013 and 2014, was taken up by this fake Onion stuff I'm just now looking at. Uh, let's see. 
drunk uncle admits at dinner we're all a little bit racist. <laughs> uh, that's a good joke. Um, girl accepts man's wink as romantic gesture. Actually, a Caesar. Caesar. Seizure. Uh, a lot of these are based on girls. That's weird. Uh, area gay has tough time fitting in with other gays. <laughs> Claiming what? <laughs> what does it say? Uh, claiming, I quote, I'm not just, I'm just not gay enough. <laughs> That's a good joke. I really like this stuff, guys. You should really agree to this. Entrepreneur works from home, gets sexually harassed. <laughs> God and Satan revealed to be RTS gamers playing the world, the, playing the most intricate game of all time. This is all really funny stuff. And then I eventually, that became too hard. I tried, I remember at that time, I was, this is me still in college. I was, a junior in college when I started this. Oh my God. Ew. I was a junior in college. No, I was going into senior year. That's, that has to be right. Right. 2013. When I graduate. Oh no, I was a junior in college. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I don't know how math works. And so, yeah, I was a junior in college going, and I was doing this school and working and hanging out and stuff and just trying to, you know, eventually do all that stuff. Uh, and then, I started a show called Real Text Conversations, which is so, it was so difficult to create, but it's so funny to be. It's just text conversations that anybody could have, uh, like, a, like a guy, the, one I, the only one I remember is a guy trying to hit on his, hit on this girl he met, and <laughs> yeah, you gotta read it. Look up Real Text Conversations on cpluscomedy.com. Um, and so, yeah, and so eventually I thought, well... I should make videos. So I, I started up a YouTube page, which is uh, YouTube.com. It didn't start as YouTube.com slash C comedy, where you can find all the latest comedy videos about news and stuff. And it really it started out as a gaming channel because I really wanted to game. <laughs> it's so stupid. I really wanted to game. And I thought, oh, yeah, this would be great. I could I could play games and stuff, and and people will watch it. And that's around a time, uh, now it's horrible, but that was around a time when everybody wanted to start gaming. Now it's terrible. You can't go to Twitch without seeing somebody play League of Legends, but they have zero views. Uh, <laughs> viewers in the middle of the game, guys. So I started playing games, Super Meat Boy, Papers, Please, Hearthstone, and uh, Guacamelee, and I tried One Finger Death Punch. And Retro City Rampage. A lot of these games I have not played again since because I just don't like playing PC games. It's it's tough for me. And uh, but then I remember the first video I uploaded that was not a gaming thing was an open letter to the creators of Arrow, which is another series I created. And along with a kind of along with an accompanying essay or essay feature, I wrote uh, I made a I wrote a video and I shot at a friend's apartment, and it was just saying hey. Let me be, let me be cyborg, because I really want to play cyborg in a TV show, and it uh, did not. <laughs> it's got about 254 views. It's been three years. It's not too good. Then I uploaded the bloopers, and then that got 3,000 views. And oh boy, but it's just people typing in arrow and bloopers. Uh, so eventually, around I'm gonna have to mute my computer if I do this. Uh, around August 11th, I thought. I should so here's the here's a video series I should constantly do. I should just do a new show every single week. So the last week that I was at this house, I was living at this house and I was moving to an apartment for my senior year. Uh, so it's August eleventh, two thousand fourteen. This is the day before August twelfth is a birthday. So this is the day before the birthday. I shot and uploaded a video talking about the new late late show host. This is how old it is. The new late late show host, a Grace Helbig TV show, and a Lonely Island movie. All of that happened. It's all real. It was me in a closet wearing this blazer I got at a uh, thrift store. And I still have it. I wear it a lot. <laughs> it's a good blazer. It's a really good blazer. And yeah, that was it. That was the video. And I had I was holding on to this USB microphone that I bought that I was recording the gameplay with. I was I would be talking to that microphone. Now I have an awesome blue Yeti. It's freaking rad, dude. And I would talk to that and I was holding it, talking to it. And I thought, this is good. This is what I was emulating something on. I don't watch them anymore, but Rooster Teeth, they had a, a show called. Uh, crap. Uh, Achievement Hunter Weekly Update. Did that in my brain. My brain is what I said. 
and they would talk in the microphone kind of like that and they would have all these cuts and stuff but then i thought you know i could do that so i eventually i did it it was very easy but i was reading from a tablet and it didn't work out so this is where i'm now i'm getting into news time and talking about it's 150th episode so i was reading to a tablet it wasn't really working out uh i think let's see let's see if i did the second video was uploaded august 27th it took me a full <laughs> a full almost what two or three weeks and the second video is not even good you can i i, I still I, i'm let you know right now i record with the same equipment save for the microphone i recorded with the same equipment I have the I don't have the same laptop. It's a different laptop, but I use the same camera. And before it was just a camera that I bought for my sister and that USB microphone plugged into a laptop that you can see the cable it's coming right off, which means that the laptop was close by because it's not a long cable and the laptop was sitting on top of some plastic container that was in my room. That was probably holding a bunch of books that I needed to read, which I never did. And so like I said, I still use that camera. I can't see my face. I have to plug in that camera to a TV now, but I couldn't see my face back then. I couldn't focus it. It was all so difficult and new to me, and it took me so long to get episodes out. So eventually, I would just yeah, I would just keep doing it. The next week, it was regular, September 8th, and I talked about this for some reason. This next, this third video uh, got a lot of views, 313. That's a lot for me. And, uh, and you know, you just, these videos are so old and they're not good. I would stand in front of this closet in my, uh, in my college, my senior year, uh, apartment. And I would just read out the news and there's these sports illustrated Kate Upton. And I don't know who the other one is, uh, Kate Upton and some other lady, some other <laughs> nice lady. They're just sitting on both sides of me. And I'm just reading out the news from my phone. My Nexus five. That's how old this is. And I remember in the last episode, it was a Christmas episode. It was FXX is ADHD, a David Fincher TV show, and Chris Gethard goes cable. Oh, my gosh. That was so old. Chris Gethard is now on True TV. I think this is him going to Fusion at that point from the public access. And so the last episode was December 22nd, 2014, and I was still still in Chattanooga, still you know, making this show. I think I was home alone for some I was all, I'm always home alone. And then in 2015, I said, okay, if this is going to be serious, I got to buckle down. I got to make an episode a week. I got to do that. This is going to be the next big thing for me, for me, not for the internet, for me. And I got to, I got to buckle in. I got to say, Hey, it's my time to shine. So January 19th, 2015, the first episode of the new news time popped up. I had, I think I got a new tripod and now it's, it was sitting on an, at a, at an angle that I could finally look into the camera instead of looking down into the camera. I would always try to do my best to make it look focused and everything. And, and then I, so I, from that point on, I kept doing it every single week and I still do it. Uh, January 26th. I think I might've skipped a week. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> the second, the video after that was uh, January 26th. And then I did February 3rd. So yeah, no, that might be right. Yeah. What's 19 plus seven. Yeah, no, I'm right. So I didn't skip a week. So January, January 19th for 2015, I, I kept doing it. And then I just, I just kept making it and I kept wearing a blazer and then I, nothing would stop me from doing it. So, I mean, so far, so far, so good. Knock on wood. Uh, that rhymed. And so, uh, and I would just report on whatever news I found, you know, that looked good. I, I would say, Oh, uh, Diddy's going to be on FX. Muppets have a TV show coming up. I got canceled in the past year. <laughs> uh, Nick Cage is going to hunt Osama bin Laden. There's a man seeking woman is going to be a TV show. Just all of these Mindy project is moving networks. Now it's on streaming. It's just all these different things. And then, Eventually, I did two off-road, off-road ones, off-road. I did two that had to be done in the car because I was busy and I had to do something. But now, you know, I set aside time and everything. Uh, so, and then eventually, I got a black backdrop, a black backdrop. I got a sheet, a bed sheet that I had put up over the closet to make it look like a decent set. And so now it kind of reminds me of Between Two Ferns. And then I bought lights. And then I bought a lavalier microphone no no and then i bought lights and then i bought a um 
shotgun microphone. And then the the shot you could tell the difference between you know the shotgun microphone and and the handheld USB mic that I still have to this day that was holding in my face. The USB mic sounded better, but the shotgun was just so much more convenient. I could enunciate with my hands. I could hold the phone in both different hands or the tablet or whatever. And then uh, eventually I started uh, using a lavalier microphone. Uh, it, I I always joke <laughs> that it didn't get really good. The show didn't the, the show didn't get good for the first time until the Jan- July thirteenth, twenty fifteen episode. It's talking about an SNL standout special. HBO renews a new TV show and Miller and Lord on a Star Wars movie, and that's when it started getting somewhat you know decent to watch. Uh, at which point, a couple weeks later, I would move home and I. <laughs> I had to, in between me unpacking all my stuff, I had to shoot on a GoPro, and then I and then I got this huge, not huge, I got this very crappy, very fortunate to get this, but very crappy uh, backdrop holder, and uh, then my friends gave me, I would, I don't know how the backdrop would stay up beforehand, but my friends gave me some clips that I could just hold on, hold the blankets up there too. A uh, little known fact, the behind the black backdrop sheet is a blanket is one of the many blankets I have. And so uh, I, you can't see any of the blankets through it. I don't think unless the sun is shining behind them, behind them, which I often shoot in the mornings of Friday mornings before I put them out on uh, Monday mornings that following Monday. So yeah, I mean, if you, if you see the pattern, the checkered pattern, it's a blanket. Uh, so eventually I would, I got, uh, I found, I didn't find, I found out I could hook up the camera through micro HDMI, mini HDMI and, and uh, to the TV. And eventually I did that and I could see myself, I could finally focus and I got a, a crappy Sony lavalier and I have, and then I got a, a crappy recorder that I was plugging the shotgun into, but now I'm plugging in this lavalier into, I'm putting the, I'm putting everything on and now everything sounds somewhat decent. And, uh, then at that point I thought I don't, I, sh- I shouldn't, I don't have to wear the, at some point, at some point, eventually I thought I, I should, I don't have to wear this blazer anymore. Drop the blazer. I was still reading off my phone. Uh, and then I think I get, I, my sister, I, I, again, I buy my, I buy an iPad for my sister and I think, Oh, okay, this is great. Now I can just put the notes on there. And at some point I go, why don't I write this up? Because it's getting to a point where I've been doing this for a year and a half and it's not good. And I've been doing it so long and episodes are going on and they're not funny and they're stupid. And then um, I can pinpoint the episode because I know I was wearing, I was wearing a yellow button-up shirt that I still have to this day. Uh, the CBS pilots, Roseanne, and Russia and Comedy Central, New York comedy festival panels. That's when I kind of started writing stuff. And a couple episodes later, I actually wrote uh, stuff. And I don't, I don't know which one it is though. I don't know which one is the beginning of me using. It might be the October 26, 2015 episode because uh, it looks like I'm still holding a phone in an episode before that. We'll see what happens. Anyway, yeah, it is. Yes, that's exactly the episode. So uh, Comedy Central orders a Detroit show. Uh, Detroit is uh, eventually, obviously. Tracy Morgan is touring and more. That That eventually, that was, you know, the show. That was everything. Uh, and so we, so we, uh, so then I, so then at one point I thought, oh, well maybe, maybe these story episodes, episodes at this point are three minutes long, four or five minutes long at most. And I thought maybe I should do something big. And just around the same time, uh, it's a, uh, the TCAs came on the Turner classic achievements. (laughs) I hate it. Everything I'm about to say is so stupid. The Television Critic Association. <laughs> Why did I say Turner Classic Achievements? Um, and I thought, well, maybe I should base a news time around that. And so I did. It's uh, the first episode of which I deviated from regular news was it's an old fashioned 2016 TCA roundup. It took me a year and a half on and off 
of doing the show and then a year of doing the show to get to something where I was comfortable. And then I, at that point I just talked about the TCAs because a, there was nothing going on and B, there was nothing going on. It was January 11th, 2016. I needed an episode and I said, let's do this. So I did it and it felt great. And then in the next episode, I felt comfortable telling jokes uh, and, and then it, you know, it just spiraled, spiraled downward from there. All these stupid, stupid, long, dumb, nonsensical jokes. Uh, and sometimes I do jokes of the, of the, of the time that were there that was popular. And there's one episode that has uh, a reference to Kanye West, the, uh, wife of Pablo. Uh, okay. So I clicked on that episode it's called Nassim Pindrad Does Drag on Fox and Second City Starts a Harold Ramis Film School. And let me tell you, the laptop I had before does did this periodically. And some and this well did it's a lot. And uh, sometimes the laptop I have now does it periodically. The they would screw up the video when rendering. I have Adobe Creative Cloud and screw up the video when rendering and it would flicker on and off and have these vertical lines and stuff. And there are a lot of episodes. <laughs> a lot too many to be proud about that just have these vertical flickering because I would just, I would, I would edit them so late and then upload them and just be, and just say, all right, that's it. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. And, and, and so there's a lot of those videos, but uh, now I've gotten better at, you know, watching them afterwards. Um, so then eventually, uh, you know, I just, I kept, I kept doing these dumb jokes. I would venture out and see how far off joking I can go. And then on the Comedy Central Goes Gameless and Netflix takes on Relativity Studios, I cut it down from three stories. I usually do three stories. I usually do two. Currently, the way I do things is two small ones and then one big story. Uh, lately, I've been doing one big story because it's just easier and because also smaller stories suck and I write about them during the week. Um, and and so I, I chose one that was called... So I did the Comedy Central Goes Gameless and Netflix takes on Relativity Studios. I cut it down to two stories, and they're basically essentially three minutes a piece, maybe four minutes for a Netflix one. And I tried to make, and then I thought, oh, that's good. And then next week I did a two-minute episode, and I, I said, no, 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 no. I like I like doing the long, I like doing long-form stuff because long-form stuff is so much interesting, it's so much more engaging. When you go to the Atlantic. And you see something, they write something about a TV show or the, in politics or something that's happening in the world. You think, that's great. They wrote 2,000 words on that. And that makes me feel good when somebody reads something like that. Because that, that, that means your interest was spurred. It was, it, you, felt, you felt like the, a smart person for reading it. I read that stuff all the time. So I thought, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this more often. So then I wrote about the television upfronts. And that was difficult because I split it up into two episodes. I knew it was going to be super long. I don't think I'll, <laughs> I've done an upfront special since, but that was the, in 2016, I did an upfront special, C plus news time, upfront special. Also it might be the last time I call it C plus news time. And then I just kept doing these long form stories. I talked about the variety hour. I talked about comedy bang, bang, reaching a, a certain a number of episodes of television. I talked about Robin Thede taking on equality in the writer's room of a thing, which I would eventually talk about again and on comedy. And so uh, eventually the show just became this huge juggernaut where I started doing these long form pieces and videos became, it went from two minutes to 15 minutes and some of them 15 minutes. It's <laughs> too long. Uh, and, and it just became this great, thing that I like to do and so I so I always joke and say that the first I guess a hundred maybe 140 150 are the just you know 150 <laughs> hold on the first hundred maybe the first 90 to 100 are just crap but everything in the last year has just gotten so much better because it's something that I like to do it's something that that feels good in writing and I, I don't know I just love it uh, and and then I started making other shows on top of it while doing news time, which out without missing a week, knock on wood. Uh, so recently this year, we've done subpar tunes. We did five episodes of that. I in the past year I've done four episodes of on comedy. I did uh, I did a bachelorette audition, which did not fly. 
I did reviews of Serial. I did reviews of the movie, re- review of the movie Zootopia. I tried a, a extra videos, which didn't work. I tried a, a pilot presentation TV show, which is just, <laughs> which is just, I, I guess, a, a way for me to act a fool. Uh, and then all the, and then all the while in between that, I started talking to people's representatives. They asked, uh, for com. they said, Hey, do you want to do an interview? I remember my first interview was Dan St. Germain. And I honestly wish I could do that interview again. I wish I could do every single interview I've ever done again. <laughs> every interview up until I would probably say definitely, um, Let's see, 2016, that was pretty good. I would definitely say late 2015. No, because that was Jermaine Fowler, and he was really good. I would definitely say, I would say fall of, fall or summer of 2015. I I really wish I could redo all of those, oh my God, all of those interviews, because, I'm sorry, I just leaned on the mic and my uh, headphones popped out, because they're not good. Uh, but my first interview was Dan St. Germain and he had a comedy central special coming out. And then Jason Nash, he had a, a movie coming out that he made online. He's a Snapchat guy. Uh, well, not, not Snapchat. He was a Vine guy. Then he's in Twitter guy. And he's, he's still famous. Andre Dubuche. He's my third interview. That's a writer for Conan. Then Matt Bronger is a comedian. I've been listening to on podcasts for years. Brooks Whelan. Uh, he was on SNL. <laughs> I made a j- <laughs> The Brooks Wheel interview was very interesting because he'd been he was fired from SNL and then he was on Girls and I made a joke about I said you're on this very popular show that a lot of people saw tell me how it was beyond Girls he did not laugh he did not laugh one bit <laughs> and I thought that'll ne- I'm never gonna do this again uh you know and then I just interviewed a bunch of people mostly I interviewed people from MTV it was just, it's just this one interview oh not interview this one public PR company that has these young comedians and uh and sometimes I got lucky. I got Jen Kirkman, I got Lori Kilmartin, I got well Jeff Dye I had to find it for myself. Uh Jenna Friedman. All these wonderful people that I get to talk to and they're just so good. Some of them are real 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 tough to tough to get into, but a lot of them are really good. A majority of them are really good. Uh, and then eventually I got and I got I get to review shows early sometimes, movies early sometimes, sometimes guys, sometimes. Uh, a lot of them I'm watching them just like you. I have to write the review the next morning. Uh, then I'm doing news. I'm still doing all that stuff. So and then and then I start. I tried to put up my com- my comic books. Didn't work. I tried um, before before the Constitutionals was another podcast called the Chad White Podcast. It lasted maybe five or six episodes all horribly recorded um but it started me chad and our mutual friend uh patrick boykin featured a couple of our other friends maybe i'll release them in some other form but right now they suck they it was so bad and you can you cannot find them on the internet um so yeah that's it i mean that's c plus comedy in a nutshell you know right now i'm just trying to expand it and continue doing you know stuff i'm doing while iterating on it seeing if i can make this portfolio something more than a portfolio and it's a really enjoyable thing to do i love doing it every single day i may i may hate writing the news story the short news stories during when there's a a, there's a drought i may hate shooting news time five days early because i have something to do for the next six days either it's working or i'm going out of town or hanging out with people but i really enjoy doing all of this because it's it's fun it's a good uh, outlet it's, it's helping me meet these famous comedians it's helping me watch things i probably would have just watched and not discussed analytically or written about and i just really love everything about c plus comedy and i'm so glad i have a chance to do all this stuff and i would i like it to be more successful hell yeah i'd like to be more successful uh but it's just it's just a matter of you know getting out there and doing it, and that's why I just say just go do stuff. It's, I mean, how do you think you know? Uh, I don't know Scott Ackerman uh, created Earwolf with all his his little uh, Earwolf buddies. How did they? How do you think they just they, he just went out there and did stuff? He just said, "Hey, I wonder if if we can talk about 
you know, comedy stuff and make a joke with Comedy Death Ray. It was a radio station and a stage show, and now it's one of the biggest podcasts in the world and just reached 500 episodes two weeks ago. So, you know, who knows? Who knows what happened in tomorrow? Who knows what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes? Obviously, I'm going to be done with this freaking podcast in 10 minutes. It's been going on forever, but it's an, it's a birthday episode. So there you go. I mean, you're very welcome. I can't believe I talked for this freaking long all by myself. I'm very good at it. I hope I was literate. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, thank you to all. I guess there's, I don't know, there's probably 20 subscribers. I haven't checked the thing in a long time. No, thank you to 20 subscribers for listening to the podcast. Thank you for, if you ever watched news time, even one second, thank you for doing that. If you ever went to the website, thank you for doing that. I earned pennies on you <laughs> to turn off your ad block, please. I, I'll, I'll earn so many pennies. If you turn off your ad block, <laughs> uh, if you ever read the reviews, the interviews, the news, then thank you. I appreciate it. It's very nice of you. And I'll be sure to return it to you, uh, somehow soon. So, yeah, so actually, I guess I should end this. This is uh, it's been a very long episode, and this will never happen again, unless I'm interviewing somebody, which might happen. You know, this is what the Constitutionals is about. The Constitutionals was so supposed to be about laying down the law. <laughs> oh God, but it, it just turned into an audio diary. Guess that's what it is. Okay, so uh, thank you for listening to the Constitutionals. Uh, this has been your host Chad White. I'll see you next week. But in the meantime, hey. Go to the website, cpluscomedy.com. It's his birthday. It'd be nice. It's, it's turning four years old on the 12th of August. And so it's uh, go, go there for the news, reviews, features, interviews, other good comedy bits that only I can provide you with. You know, me. Only I'm doing that. No one else is doing that. Me. Splitsider is doing that. And I also want to thank Splitsider for <laughs> providing a lot of the news. So thank you, Splitsider. I want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, do that. Do that stuff, guys. And also... Go to YouTube. Oh, follow us on Twitter at Simples Comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Head to the go to like go like us on Facebook. It'll be great. It'll be fine. I do everything. Everything on Facebook and Twitter is the same. So do it. Uh, watches. Uh, go, <laughs> go to youtubecom Simples Comedy for the latest episode of News Time for an on comedy. There's an on comedy coming this week, guys. I'm making it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> You'll see it later on this week. Please. Be ready to see it because I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to make it on comedy is. Uh, I do have two scripts written and one of those is going to be this week's. <laughs> and the other one is going to come in the coming months. On comedy is very difficult to make uh, when you don't have time or get paid for it. So thank you for doing that to do it. Uh, thank you for listening to Constitutional Podcast. Tell your friends and don't forget to tip your waitress. Okay, bye. <laughs>